defendant's commission of these four murders over a 10-day period is one of the worst killing sprees in the history of this state. Skin them sometimes, uh, slit them, slit them all the way open. Uh, I'm here looking for the spirits of anybody that still remains. I have a device in my hand. If you would like to talk to it, please come forward. Tell me your story. Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people. Then I would have felt better. Then I felt like I really offered society something. You are listening to Serial Spirits, the podcast. All right, guys, for tonight's mini episode, I am joined by my Southern brother from Another Mother. He is the founder and lead investigator of Gateway Paranormal, Mr. Matt Field. Matt, what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. Just been uh, been a little busy here recently. All kinds of fun activities Dude, going our way. And, uh, I had you on... Yeah, our, uh, our page has been just blowing up the past couple weeks. Your page has been crazy, and I wanted to get you on for this short episode uh, for Serial Spirits, the podcast. I had you on my live show a couple of weeks back, we were talking about some upcoming investigations that you guys had. Uh, particularly, I want to talk tonight about the Bell Witch investigation that you guys just did. Uh, drop some knowledge uh, on everybody for that one. So the Bell Witch is kind of one of those infamous haunts, and especially the South, but. Uh, across the nation, I mean, people people probably have heard of the Bell Witch. That is the story that kind of got me intrigued about paranormal, and it's one of those places that um, is very difficult into the areas. So you adventures and the Tennessee Ray Chasers, and then there was a show called Cursed on A and E. So we were able to push push forth and uh, get our way in the door. How did you do that? Because the Bell Witch property, the Bell Witch Cave, is one of these places that, like you said, it's been on uh, some of the most renowned ghost hunter shows on TV, but it seems so inaccessible to everyone. So tell everybody about uh, what you guys did there, the live investigation that you did, uh, you know, you did a Facebook Live that drew in a crazy amount of viewers in the time that you were on there. Oh, absolutely. It was, uh, so we didn't actually get into the cave. We were currently working with uh, the city of Adams, and then we're, work, uh, we're working with the locals, really, because the cave is privately owned. Uh, that individual is not... I can't really say he's not fond of people investigating it. He's just, it's a lot of liability that goes into it. So um, we're working on that portion. But we did get into the original cabin, uh, the only cabin that's left from the Bell Farm. And uh, we also got into the Bell School, which is sitting on the Bellish Farm. And then we got into the Bell Cemetery. Um, 
this process was it was hectic to say the least. If I was if I said anything other otherwise, I'd be lying because we got let's see, we got set up and we were talking with the board of the historic board of Adams, Tennessee, and they are like, yeah, come on. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, cool. We, we're ready to go. And uh, then Thursday comes around, and our hold up. He's still so there. On Saturday, mind you. Our Thursday comes around. Um, we get a message to the page post where y'all gonna be at, and I said this. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I had a little uh, technical difficulty. That yeah, yeah, you broke up there for just a second. Sorry, backtrack there for just a second. Can you hear me? Yeah, you said Thursday rolled around, and I lost you there for a second. Okay, so we we told the, the okay, so Thursday rolled around, and we get a page, a message on our gateway page. He, uh, city of Adams. I say, okay. They say, where do you all, where are you all planning on investigating? And I said, you know, we've talked with some individuals on the board and we're set to investigate the cabin and the school and possibly the cemetery. The cemetery portion wasn't in stone yet, but it's because uh, all the local sharing it uh and this thing this thing probably got fifteen thousand shares and it, i mean that's a low number even i'm looking right now at the uh, fifty-eight thousand people so uh if that tells you how many shares and stuff this thing got so she says you need to have insurance you need to sign a permit you need to pay a fee uh you need to sign a contract and we need you at this town meeting tonight what and i'm at work just freaking out yeah i'm at work (laughs) freaking out bad because i'm like oh crap like we just we had all this set up and now like all this is going down and oh and we need insurance oh jesus and i'm like making phone calls and like doing everything i can because i'm not about to i'm not i wasn't even thinking about getting on my page like Hey guys, sorry we can't do this. It was beyond that point. Like I had to make something happen, and uh, we got the insurance figured out. Um, got everything else figured out. Everybody on our team was awesome. Everybody was uh, pitching directly after work, um, which I get up at four in the morning. I usually get to my house about five. The meeting started at seven. I didn't get home until about ten thirty, and then back up, up at four. So uh, it was a long day for me, but people were all awesome, and it was it all worked at school. And uh, there were people there that was like, "Hey, we, we want pictures with you, and you guys are awesome. We follow your page." And there's a there's a good crowd of people there waiting for us at the local little restaurant. I guess they call them in. That's where we were going. And uh, there's locals driving by all night, stopping and you know seeing how we're doing and. You know, hey, we follow you. We love you guys. And 
there were people stopping by like that were part of the city. You know, like y'all got Adam stirred up tonight. Like <laughs> people were uh, people were legitimately just awesome out there. We thoroughly enjoyed it. So you feel like when you go into these investigations, there are some people in the city who are kind of like. They want to pull back the reins a little bit. And then there are people who are really all for it because they know that you're there with good intentions. And so you go into one of these high profile haunts, basically, and you guys, your Facebook uh, views and likes and everything just went freaking off the chain. Like when you messaged me the day after and said, you know, check this out, I'm like, holy shit. You guys did some damage yeah. out there. Had fifty-five people watching live. It was it was absolutely insane. You know, we were talking about it, and we knew we had a bunch of people that were very interested. In it. I mean, like a bunch. So I was thinking, like, we might hit a hundred or two hundred viewers, and then it hit like four fifty-five, and I was like, "Whoa, that's a that's a lot." So you get that feel originally from the local townspeople, and then you go into this investigation. So what's your first impression of the Bellwitch property? Well, I can't necessarily say the Bellwitch property because... um, This thing, this, the whole city of Adams, to me, was very eerie. It's a, I don't know, maybe it's what I was expecting from the story or what, but it, it, it just gave you a whole different feel inside of when you, and, and I'm kind of like, okay, you know, this, this isn't that bad, like this. Isn't anything special right now, and I didn't really know what to expect. You know, parts of the cabin were original, parts of it weren't. Uh, I was like, we might get something, we might not. But, but we start investigating, and we're getting responses like right off the rip. Do I think we contacted the Bell Witch? No, but I do believe that we contacted a family member. That was, at one point, there was something, something that came through the spirit box that said, like, this person was drowning. And wow. uh, there was, like, distress, uh, distress answers, I guess, to call it coming back through the portal. And um, I, at one point, I did an iPhone with me doing the live. And had my camera sitting across the room with the, the LED light on it. And, you know, I'm asking questions, and then, you know, someone's like, hey, ask Kate, which is the, the Bell Witch real name is Kate Bass. Um, ask Kate why she pulled hair, and I said, okay, hey, Kate, why did you pull hair? Can you come pull my hair? And somebody on the chat was like, why would you say that? And uh, I was just like, that's, that's kind of what we do, but anyways... It starts getting weird in there. Somebody starts asking me to, uh, you know, ask ask if John John Bell tortured his family or uh, abused his family. So I started asking those questions. The feeling in the room just changed. And then someone was like, hey, see if they'll make that light flicker. And I was like, 
I hate doing that, but I'm going to do it. I was like, can you make this light flicker? And uh, I didn't do it. And someone else was like, ask again. I was like, all right. I was like, can you make this light flicker? And my LED light starts flickering. No shit. I'm like, holy shit. Like, it wasn't a flashlight trick. This was like an LED light. Right. And didn't have like a screw off piece or anything like that. And it starts flickering. And then I start hearing somebody walking on the second floor. And I'm like, okay. And I kind of like turn a little bit at one point. I see this black thing like dart across the room behind me. And through the obelisk at that point, it said upstairs. And then it said, take him. Wow. And yeah, the, the, the feeling in the room. It was an incredible night. All kinds of activity. The school even had activity. And that's not a very old school. I mean, it's, it's older. 19, uh, between 1901 and 1910, I think, is when I said it was built. But um, I guess it's just because it was on the property. You know, we're, we're still getting responses in there. Even to the point, like, we took a break and went inside. Now, I went inside the school and Wes was with me. And the ramp on the stairs was going off, and I was like, I used my dad voice because we believed we were talking to a little child at that point. I was like, hey, get away from there. And it stopped like on a dime. Hmm. And after that happened, I had like this uh, this pack of batteries and just got knocked off the chair. I was like, okay, maybe there is something going on with this, uh, this little school area. So has there ever been anything that you were able to attribute back to the area that you were investigating, whether or not you want to call it the Bellwitch property or, you know, a lot of these areas around here in the South, you talk about uh, Native American influence. Did you ever get any feel that something that you were dealing with there wasn't human? Maybe that it was elemental Something else that you guys weren't used to dealing with on a regular basis? Not so far. So, you know, I'm saying not so far because we're still planning on going further into the farm. Uh, The actual spot where John Bell was buried, uh, getting closer to the cave area. Then I suspect we'll, we'll run into some stuff like that for sure. But this go around, it was... It was the norm. I mean, there was a lot of residual stuff, I believe. Because um, I just turn on the spirit box and you just hear the uh, talking, and it's, but you're still getting responses. And then every once in a while, there'd be a direct question, uh, answer, and then back to just whatever they felt like talking about. But uh, thus far, the, at the Bellwish property, no. I haven't experienced anything elemental or Native American, but I strongly believe that there is, in fact, that at the Bell property somewhere. So you say you guys are planning on going back. If you go back, what would you do differently than you did the first time around? Would you do different techniques, different um, equipment, like 
I, I think when you're talking about investigating, we've all been to these locations that react differently every time we're there. If you go back to the Bellwitch property again, is there anything that you would do differently than you did the first time around? Well, I think absolutely the next time will be different just because we won't have the comfort. Oh, we could have the comfort of the cabin, but we're going to be actually in the, the, the woods and by the river and uh, all the property that's said to be haunted. So we're going to have a limited amount of equipment we can actually use. Um, but going back to the cabin, something that I would love to try is just old school like seance. Like let's put up the technology away and go old school for a minute because uh, – you know, some of these spirits might look at this equipment and be like, I'm not touching that shit. Like, right. That thing might, you know, might kill me or whatever. And, you know, stuff like, stuff like that, you know, not, not dumbing it down necessarily, but uh, kind of getting closer to something they might be used to. Well, I think, I think is what I would try going back. Yeah, when you talk about going into these locations with spirits that are are so old, we're putting these pieces of equipment out there and saying, "Talk to me through this. Touch this, and it lights up." So you know, if you know, a hundred years from now, when I'm dead and a ghost, if somebody, you know, if I'm still present in a location and somebody says, "Go up here and touch this," I'm going to be like, "I'm not touching your shit." Like, why would I want to do that? It's something that's totally unfamiliar to them. And so when you're talking about methods like a seance or, you know, whatever, something of that nature, I feel like a lot of times we get better reactions when that happens. And you're talking about just old school EVP action, you know, uh, voice encounters. No, absolutely. And I, I think that's something that you're, when you talk about dumbing it down, I think a lot of times with uh, paranormal research and what we do now, we can use all the equipment that we want, but there is a certain level of dumbing it down that is very powerful and, you know, conjures these responses that we may not get in any other circumstance. Yeah, absolutely. It's even the terminology, I think. Like, uh, I have... You know, when, when I'm sending out pieces of equipment, you know, there's, there might be other people in the room that's like, hey, will you go touch that piece of equipment or will you go touch this device or uh, can you go touch the REM pod? Like, these, these spirits might not understand what you're meaning. So I'll be like, there's a machine in the floor that you can touch and it will light up or uh, this thing, describe it as a toy, like, this toy will light up and then I will touch it and see, be like, see, this does not hurt me. Um, because 1800s, they didn't have no LED lights, so they could be like, how'd you make that just turn on fire like that? Or, you know, whatever they're thinking. I don't, I don't know, but uh, I know if I was back in the 1800s and I seen somebody with LED lights that made noise, I'd be like, whoa, I'm staying away from that thing. Right. It, it would have terrified so them. I try to explain it to them and I try to show them how it works and uh, trying to make sure to like, I'm like, see, this does not hurt me and uh, it won't hurt you. And I try to have a good little conversation about it before I start saying, you know, come interact with this, this piece of equipment or whatever. And that way they, they kind of, they might, they might understand a little bit better. 
Right. You need to almost explain it out to them and say, this is what we're doing. This is our purpose. And this is the, uh, the equipment that we're using here. So kind of to wrap up your first investigation of the Bell Witch property, I think my question would be, do you think it's haunted and what do you think is there? Right now, I absolutely believe it's haunted. And the word haunted, you know, you go into some of these places and you're like, this is a crazy haunting or this is whatever. But when you think about the word haunting, like you think about a song that's, you know, got a haunting melody or something like that. And that might mean a little bit different, but this this place, the whole feeling of it is haunting. Like you can feel it in there, and I don't think. Well, where I was at with the cabin and the school and the, the cemetery, um, I did not encounter what I believe was the Bell Witch. I think what we encountered was the Bell family. Maybe they're from their torment, or maybe their uh, their sorrow, or whatever it was. Um, I did get John come through, which John Bell is uh, who killed off Kate Bass, which is the Bell Witch. Then I got Betsy Bell, which was uh, John Bell's daughter, and um, we even got a few other names that we're still trying to look through the books to see if that has any relevance, but. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely do things on a long, long story short. It's one of those locations that you, one investigation is not going to wrap it up. It's not going to give you any answers. I think we've all been to those places that it's going to take more investigating. It's going to take more digging. It's going to take more experience and evidence to go in there and say, this is what we feel like is really there. You can't tell the story uh, in five hours because you've got hundreds of years of history to back up in the five hours that you're there trying to prove to people, you know, not prove to people, but show people on Facebook and the people in your team, like, this is the shit that we're dealing with. And it's intense and it's real. And, you know, this is our experience here. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 tough to. I mean, you nailed it on the head. It's very tough to push any kind of uh, definite answer within five hours of investigating. It's just not going to happen. What I can say is that we did have activity and uh, we did get some names that are relevant to the family. So you and I, uh, in the next few months, are going to venture into. Um, an adventure of our own. We haven't really publicized this yet much, but in August, our it, myself and Brendan Shea and Gateway Paranormal are going to team up at one of my favorite locations in Kentucky, a place called the Ross Opera House, which I kind of talked you guys into. And so I hope that when we go in there, it delivers. <laughs> You're just flying blindly on a, on my recommendation for this place. But I'm telling you, every time we have ever gone into this location, we have been blown out of 
the water. And I've, I've told you guys some basic information about this place, and I'm super pumped to get in there. So have you thought a little bit about like the methodology that you guys want to use when we go into Ross? I'm going to go with my tried and true method of uh, going into a location and sitting in the dark for a good 10 or 10 minutes, 15 minutes maybe, and just sitting there quietly and kind of letting the uh, location start to start to talk to me and then go from there. I'm not, I've been thinking a lot about doing experiments and there will definitely be experiments. I'm just trying to narrow down what I want to do because yes, it is 100% true that I will do pretty much everything that is thrown at me experiment wise. <laughs> but, but there has to be some sort of sense made to it, you know. It, it can't just be like, oh, I'm about to do this crazy thing. Okay, why are you about to do this crazy thing? What's what? What are you? hoping to prove and um, so it has to just kind of you know make sense but something will definitely happen I have a location that I know in my brain that's where I want to put you um, and, and so I hope that when you're there it delivers the way that it delivered for us on a couple of you know different occasions um, just to put you up there by yourself and see what your gut feeling is when you go up there and to see if we got some of the evidence um, that we have gotten from this place before because, like I said, it's it's always been off the chain for us. Yeah, I'm absolutely down for that. I mean, uh, at this point, after what happened that for the Uncovering Wilden documentary, I'm, uh, I'm game for anything. I kind of, we all had to push our boundaries to the limits on the, the first night experiment that we did. So now we're just all ready to do whatever. We're all just ready to do whatever, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Matt, we're going to wrap it up right now for this mini episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's going to be an experience, and I'm so excited to meet up with you guys August the 3rd at Ross Opera House. Um, let's wrap up this mini episode of Serial Spirits. Matt, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find your team, and all of the evidence that you guys have captured so far. So you can find us on Facebook at Gateway Paranormal TN for Tennessee. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Gateway Paranormal Society, Twitter, Gateway Paranormal Society, and then YouTube, Gateway Paranormal as one word. Uh, all of our evidence videos will be on YouTube, and then we will also be having our Uncovering Wilden documentary on Amazon coming, coming June. I'm so excited for your documentary coming up. You guys, if you have not checked out gateway paranormal you are missing out because these guys are doing big things and the best is yet to come so Matthew, thank you so much for talking with us tonight um and we're gonna see you again soon sounds great i appreciate you having me absolutely we'll talk again soon brother